Welcome from Victim to Victory to our podcast. I am Miss Mary, your host and holistic wellness coordinator. Our mission is to share good news. You are not a victim. You are victorious. You can live a full, good life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment, encouraging you to live your best life. Simply put, encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Greetings and welcome to Conversations with Miss Mary, Podcast 78, presented by From Victim to Victory. I am Miss Mary, your host, and our mission is to share good news. You're not a victim, you are victorious. You can live an abundant life victoriously. Our goal is to help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do weekly on this podcast, encouraging everyone to live their best life by possessing the holistic approach, making a lifestyle of positively feeding spirit, mind, and body. Simply put, Encouragement and empowerment are our business, and this is what we do. All righty, let's take it to the throne of grace. Precious Father, thank you again for this opportunity to come before you, Father, and give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's another opportunity for us to do uh this podcast. Thank you, Father God, for all our listeners, Father. Thank you for everyone who is with us. And thank you for my guests, Father God. And we thank you, God. We're celebrating our four years from victim to victory. All the glory belongs to you. Thank you for choosing me to be be the facilitator, host, and Father God, to do what you would have me to do. Thank you for leading and guiding me and having your way, Father God. We give it all back to you, Father God, and just continue, Father God. We want to praise you and thank you for our listeners and how, Father God, they join us, Father God, each week and continue, Father God, that they would live that abundant life. Be not just the hearers, Father God, but also be doers because that's what it's all about. We know you gave us your great gift, your son, that he might that he would die, Father God, so we would have this time, this opportunity to live this abundant life here on earth. So help us, Father God, to have that wisdom and to know that. And Father, as you would just continue, Father God, we ask that you will mold our hearts and shape our thoughts, Father God, and we surrender it all to you that we might be the creatures, uh, the creation, Father God, than for that purpose that you have created each of us for. You know your, you know our lives, you know our story, and you know your plans for us. So help us to surrender that unto you. And once again, God, we love you, we praise you, honor you, and give you all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. Alrighty, guys, I know I got a little long, but I get excited, and um, I, I love um, 
the fact once again that we have an amazing guy who does extraordinary things. He's a super uh, natural and he does supernatural things. And uh, we need to remember that. Um, just let him have his way. He is in control. And if we would just stop trying <laughs> try to take control um, you know, more than we can even think or imagine. So just move out of his way. I'm excited. I'm excited about today, um, as usual. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, guys, um, I want to start. I haven't even got all excited, got ahead of myself. But I want to... Um, First of all, thank you, listeners, for joining um, the podcast, listening, tuning in to the podcast, and all our new listeners, first-time listeners, certainly want to welcome you, and thank you for tuning in uh, as well, and I know this won't be your last time, all right? <laughs> all righty. This podcast is presented to you by From Victim to Victory. And um, before I move any further, before I go any further, I would like to uh, suggest to you that you grab a paper, a pen, a computer tablet, or whatever it is you can take some notes on, uh, because I emphasize that it is an educational podcast, and so you may want to take some notes. So let's have that note-taking um, items, pen, or whatever and paper, whatever you use uh, uh, there by you, okay? All righty. So, um, listeners, this month, if if you've been listening to the podcast this month, you already know what this month means to From Victim to Victory. And um, for those of you who have not been listening, It is from Victim to Victory's fourth anniversary this month. And so it is anniversary month. And we are celebrating. We've been celebrating all the glory to God. Uh, He is so good to us, been so good to us, continue to be good, good all the time and always good. Yes, we kicked off um, from Victim to Victory, kicked off. July 11, 2017, with our weekly teleconference at that time. It was a teleconference call we do every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. And we didn't stop. He didn't stop there. God went on to expand our territories. In 2017, we started distributing uh, our quarterly devotional book, The Word for You Today. Plus, we started our inspirational text uh, message that is text to recipients on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And on the last podcast, I have had, um, well, last two podcasts, I should say, I've had uh, a recipient join us for a few minutes to share what the featured resource uh, means to them um, and how it has impacted them. And um, I've been doing it uh, by chronological order. So Linda Pooh shared on podcast episode 76. If you haven't had the opportunity to listen, go back and listen. Take take some time and listen to that. Uh, Linda talked about our devotional book, The Word for You Today. 
And last week on episode 77, I had Dora uh, Adams uh, invited her and she joined us um, to talk about. And Dora is one of our, um, she's a health, that one, our health evangelist. Um, she's on our team, Victory. Um, one of our team victory members. Um, and so she joined me for a few minutes and shared about the inspirational text message, which she's, an, she's a recipient of. So today um, you're going to hear about From Victims to Victories Caregiver Appreciation Club. Um, caregivers are so very near very dear uh, to my heart um, and you know they care to caregivers are too numerous to count uh, they are all over the place everywhere and all of you know all of us know some and it, it may be you listening if you had the time to listen <laughs> to this podcast and I hope you do um, you know, so um, you may be a caregiver, and it's it's not now. At some point in our lives, we more likely, more than likely, will be a caregiver for uh, a loved one, or two loved ones, or three loved ones, and um, maybe not even at the same time. Uh, hopefully not, uh, but at some point. Um, and we may even be the patient at some point. We don't know. Um, but caregiving is a marvelous calling, but it is extremely challenging. And um, I learned that. I learned so much. I was what I called a co-caregiver for my mother before um, our Heavenly Father called Dear Mommy home in 2018. And I have three siblings, and my oldest sister lived next door. I want to tell you a little bit about my story and how caregiving came to be so dear, dear uh, to my heart. So I want to share uh, a little bit about that um, and try to make a long story short. But um, as I was saying, my oldest sister lived next door to my mom, and she is the only uh, one of us who lived in the state, the state of Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia is for lovers, you know. But anyway, um, let me let me say before I move on that um, God prepares us for every assignment that he gives us. Whether we realize it or not, many times we don't know until we're given the assignment. Um, but anyway, yeah, he does. And um, we're going to talk more about that today in our conversation uh, that we're going to have today. But um, so I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know, uh, like I say, you know, you know, Miss Mary is always excited. But even though Miss um, Mary didn't even say that. Yeah, uh, today. Yeah, I did say I am excited. I always excited. You know, I'm excited. But um, I'm going to move on. Uh, but the key is to listen to that small whispering voice inside of you, the Holy Spirit, uh, which is God's voice. And be obedient. Be obedient. I would say that. And I today I am going to be really transparent um, in this sharing with you uh, today because I wasn't. 
when I when I started this journey with um, the caregiving, co-caregiving, this whole journey with my mom, and um, even in um, from victim to victory, I wasn't obedient because um, what God was saying to me, it just didn't make any kind of sense to to you know to me until I finally came to that conclusion and decided, hey, you know, my arms is just too short to box with God. <laughs> I was tired and wore out. And I decided to trust God. I decided there were no other options, you know, but to trust God um, during this process. It's always a process when you're going through things, you know, it's a process. But uh, God knows what he's doing. And but I just kept hearing, um, you know, this this whispering voice saying, trust me in the process. That is what I kept hearing. And um, so when I decided to be obedient and do that and fully surrender and give just give that situation to him and just start to operate in faith and trust God, I then could rest and feel that peace that only God gives that surpasses all understanding. I mean, and that's just not a cliche. That's just not, a, but that's, that's the truth. Uh, that's the word. When you, you take your peace that God has given, because once again, he's given it to you. We got it. We just need to operate in it and use it. Um, so when you listen to God, and I listened to, when I decided to listen to God and what he was saying to me, um, you know, I said, wow, because it, it was just crazy. And the time, um, you know, it was, God said to me, you know, your time, your assignment is complete. And I'm, I, I am referring to a job assignment that God had given me. And, uh, yes, I know it was a God given assignment. Let me tell you. I was trying to make a long, you know, I'm trying to make this long story short, but just to, to go back to give you a little history, I was in college trying to work, trying to do too much without a mental break, and then I decided, okay, I need a break. My plan was to just take a little break from college and go um, back to, you know, I was going to take a break, go back to school. Well, doing the break, I moved to Atlanta, then came the husband, then came the children, and here I am 26 years later <laughs> going back to college, okay, to complete this degree. Um, so, you know, and the Lord truly blessed me. I went back. Um, of course, that was all, that was God. It wasn't me to give me the grace to get through. I graduated in 2009, um, completed with my degree and got my degree, um, completed my degree and, um, got my degree in bachelor's in social science. And during that time I had been working through that all, I had been working in the school system for 17 years. Well, um, I resigned and started this new, uh, career in the field of social services, which I knew was my life calling. I knew that I would, I love people and I am, um, helping people. And so I knew that I would be in the social service, uh, arena. And so I started this new career as a service coordinator for an independent senior living community, uh, which I love and had no experience at 
that time, I did not, I tell you, I didn't even know what the title, I never heard that title before, uh, service coordinator. So yes, I listened and that's why I say it was a God-given assignment that God had. He just orchestrated the whole thing. I saw that later and partly trained me uh, in the school system. However, I did not get that revelation until I actually started working in the senior environment. And, um, oh, yeah, by the way, I never wanted to education, educa- being an educator working in the school system was never on my list of careers, never on my list of things I wanted to do. But God gave me the grace to do it for 17 years. Five years as a substitute teacher, 12 years as a para pro. And I said, you know, I learned later. God was really, it was really training ground for me uh, to work with the older population. Uh, And I say that because uh, if you think about it, it's, you know, many other character traits that you develop, uh, such as patience. Um, uh, and strength that was really, uh, you know, you, you develop patience and it strengthens you working with children and that flexibility. And you learn, you know, you need that working. You learn you need those two really strong and working with children and older adults. So now when I say God assigned me this job, I told you, yes, he told me that, um, you know, I knew I learned, I learned that I needed that. And so, um, I was talking about this assignment and, um, so he told me, you know, let me get back to that story. So I was talking about what was really crazy. And I was like, what? So God had said to me, you know, and one thing when I got the, the assignment, um, my first service coordinator position at this this uh, new starting this new career, God, when he assigned this job, he said he told me he said you will know when it's time to leave. You know that's why I call jobs because it's it's God given, and so it's an assignment. So you have a a, a time. You know it, it's a, a temporary, um, and um, but. How many of you know that many times we become complacent? And I'm not, let me say this. I'm not telling nobody to run out, quit your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you need to know and pray. I mean, it took much prayer and, and going through it was the whole process. Um, so once again, make sure you're being led by the Holy Spirit. Um, if you decide to quit your job, don't be saying, oh, Miss Mary told me to quit. No, Miss Mary didn't. I'm just telling you about my experience and what God said to me, what the Holy Spirit led me to do. So, but you know, many times we become complacent and we get comfortable and, you know, we become, uh, you know, we don't want to move. And God's telling us it's time to go. And he's, he got greater things for us, you know, and he wants to do a new thing and we don't want to move. So leaving this job around. So so once again, you know, God's trying to move us and we are uh, he's still here. 
And so I was struggling, and um, we, um, I think around March, I really started hearing God speaking to me about it's time to go. Uh, but I wasn't listening. I wasn't hearing that. I was like, no, God, you, no, you can't be saying that. But what am I going to do? And I was saying, I don't have another job. I don't have another job. And I was like, really, God? And But I kept hearing God say, trust me in the process. But I wasn't hearing that yet. So, you know, because in 2012, really, I was looking. I wrote my registration. I had written my um, resignation letter. And I was looking. But God said, no, it's not time. And so I had just, you know, made myself content and never thought, you know, about this test. (laughs) A test like this coming. Uh, So after I wore myself out, finally I decided, okay, Let's give this up because I found out that once again, he had already, the fight was already won. It was, it was, I was not going to win and it was time to give my resignation. And I left that assignment in September of 2016 and about one to two months later, so why I'm saying God prepares you. We don't even know, but about one to two months later, uh, my ninth day mom was 92 then. Um, she really started, her health really started failing, um, began to accelerate, and she was falling. She kept falling, and um, my sister, um, it was just a lot. Not only did she have my mom to be concerned about, but she had her husband, my brother-in-law, and he had health issues as well. So... Uh, our all-seeing, all-knowing God had already positioned me. He knew what he was doing. Um, I was the one I was able, because my sister, my other sister, uh, she had her family. She was married. So, you know, it was my, my, he had positioned me that I had the assignment to assist my sister and be, um, as I call it, the co-caregiver Um, that I would go back and stay weeks at a time to help her and assist her with my mom. And we uh, had to, you know, eventually end up moving my mom into assisted living. So that really required me to go back and forth because you have to be there. You know, you you have to check on your family. You have to take care of your family. So, um... That's when I started going back and forth to assist my, my, my sister with that. So God prepares us. And so when this caregiving thing, I had firsthand experience. And that really became near and dear to my heart. Um, because when it comes and open your door, uh, it's a whole different story. And you learn. So to say that... Um, once again, to say that you, you know, it, it becomes really, really um, uh, a situation. <laughs> you learn. So caregiving is very dear and dear to my heart. And I want to share with you today because uh, my caregiver, who's appreciate one of my caregiver appreciation members is, um, um, unable once again. That's the twenty four seven. The the criteria for uh, 
from Victims to Victories Caregiver and Appreciation Club is that you are a caregiver 24-7. You know, you have to, one of those, you have to sleep with your eye open, one closed and trying to, you have no time for yourself because you're trying to take care of someone else. So, um... She wasn't able to come uh, to, to join me on the, the podcast, but she did send um, um, some information I just want to share with you because I wanted her to tell you, you know, how, what the Caregiver Appreciation Club has meant to her. So I'm just going to read this briefly and quickly and um, so we can move forward. And she said, you and your organization have been so very thoughtful and good to me. You were my eyes and ears to mother at the nursing home as well. As much as you have on your hands, you are constantly doing for others. Mary, uh, you are phenomenal. And you do it all with love in your heart and smile on your and a smile on your face. And so, um, and she's referring to her when her mom, her mom went home, who was one of my other dear play mothers. I have many, uh, went home last year in 2020. But um, at one point, she was taking care of her mother and her son. Um, but then her mom had to be, um, once again, moved to assistant living. Um, so, but she was still caring for both of them and her son at home. So, um, caregiving is very, very near and dear to my heart. So that's a little bit about the Caregiver Appreciation Club, and I'll come back later and give you um, the contact information. If you know someone or you'd like to volunteer um, for our Caregiver Appreciation Club or someone who fits that criteria, they are 24-7 taking care of a patient, a loved one, and they do not work, no monetary um, pay or anything, um, that is the criteria to be a member of our Caregiver Appreciation Club. So if you know someone, um, please contact me. You know, 678-910-4856, and I will give that later. So um, we can go ahead and move into our conversation. All right. Okay, listeners, so joining me today for our conversation is Jennifer Key. Now, Jennifer is one of my, um, what can I say about Jennifer? Uh, <laughs> so much, but Jennifer is, this is the first time she's joining, I believe, on the um podcast but Jennifer was one of my original team victory members she joined me on um she was my first guest on the teleconference when we kicked off the teleconference Jennifer was the very first guest on the teleconference and it is so many things I could say about Jennifer but um, Jennifer is one of my greatest mentors. I love her. She is such, uh, she encouraged me. And I'm telling you, I, from victim to victory, um, <laughs> has truly been, um, it was, it was it, certainly it, an encouragement. She was so encouraging and motivated me and has truly inspired me and continues to motivate and inspire and always, always supportive. But um, that's my little spiel on Jennifer. But let me um, let me introduce her um, um, properly. 
So Jennifer Key is a licensed professional Christian counselor, certified anger management specialist, grief counselor, licensed minister, and the author of The Divine Makeover. Jennifer is the CEO of Keys to Healthy Relationship, LLC, a Christian private practice that gives individuals and married couples the tools to help them build a strong and healthy relationship. Jennifer is married to Pastor Lloyd Key for 19 years and co-pastors with him at Riverside Community Baptist Church in Decatur, Georgia. Jennifer loves shopping, dancing with her husband, and going to fine restaurants. So, Jennifer, I want to welcome you to um, my first time, uh, your first time with us for um, the podcast. But you know what I always say. I used to say that on the teleconference. This is not going to be your last time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love you. I am so excited and welcome to the podcast once again. And thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to join me. And um, today, listeners, our conversation is going to be, as I said earlier, I told you we were going to talk more about stepping out in faith and um so the conversation is taking action. That's the topic, taking action and making your visions and dreams a reality. So that's what Jennifer and I are going to be conversating about today. All right. So Jennifer, this time I'm going to turn the mic to you. <laughs> well, first, let me say um, thank you, Mary, for um, inviting me to be a part of this great movement that you're that God has called assignment that God has you on in a conversation with Mary, Miss Mary, and a podcast. I've listened to some great interviews and conversation that you have had in the past. Um, I love you. And I'm just so grateful and honored to be a part of your podcast today. And, you know, I just love to see how you have blossomed and how you're walking in faith and taking bold step for the Lord and just following the Lord with the vision that he has given you. And, and so I'm so proud of you and um, I'm looking forward to great things what God has for you. I love the, the, the topic, taking actions and making your visions a reality. Um, looking forward to conversation with you on this topic, because this topic means a lot to me, because it's my story, too, (laughs) taking actions and making your visions a reality. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Jennifer. And I started off, Jennifer, um, telling my listeners, giving them a bit of my story about um, my mom being a um, co-caregiver with my sister for my mom, because um, today, the featured uh, resource of from victim to victory. Um, one of the things that's very dear and near to my heart is the Caregiver Appreciation Club. And so I was sharing with them how um, when I got into this, this, I ended up quitting my job, resigned from my job, listening to God, what he was telling me. And at first I was very, I was very transparent with them because I said to them, I did not. I was not listening to God. I was, I was disobedient. And a lot of things, I think, 
with all of us, many times when we hear God and we know it's God, it's fear. It's always that big fear factor. So, and that's what it was for me. I was saying, no God, no God, I don't have a job. What are you talking about? It was all sounding crazy. So it was nothing I wanted to hear. So I was like, okay, I was like, uh uh-uh, he talking to another man. Mary, but we 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 have to it's important that we remember that he is God and and the fear factor is something that really holds us back. So let's talk about let's start off by talking about that fear factor. Oh wow. Fear. That's that's a big one. And and many times um I have I have experienced fear in so many ways and so many times in my life um, and taking um, action and stepping out on faith, but the fear. Many of us deal with fear, um, fear different things. For me personally, my fear that was stopping me from moving and from taking, um, making my vision, the vision that God has given me a reality. Um, a couple of fears. One was um, fear: Will I be able to do it? I was so afraid. I wasn't sure. Will I be able to um, run a business on my own um, and sustain it? Um, will I be able to have the clients? I'm a, I'm a psychotherapist um, in private practice. So will I be able to have, um, you know, maintain my clients? And I was working, getting paid every two weeks. And then God God said to me, it's time to leave and to open your own business. And I I had no clients. I wasn't on any, any insurance panel. And I was like, Oh, not yet, Lord, not yet. But he said, yes. And, um, one of the, another fear I had was finance. Um, would I be able, you know, I wasn't going to be able to have the every two weeks salary. So now I'm going to be living by faith. And so would I be able to maintain fear? Also, another fear that, that gripped me was wouldn't be not going to believe it. But my accent, um, not just for my business, but when God opened doors for me to speak and to do trainings, um, I closed a lot of doors. Not God closed the doors. We need to be I need to make that very clear. God didn't close the door. I closed the door, the doors, because I was so focused on my Jamaican accent and would people understand, would they laugh at me? Um, am I going to um, be able to bring across the information and they understand? So I blocked, stopped a lot of opportunity because I was focusing so much on me, my accent, and which was really, which is really my asset, but didn't see it at the time. And so... My two big fears, one, am I going to be, will I fail? Am I going to fail into this, opening my business? But then when opportunities came for me to speak, will I be able to speak the way everyone else speak? An American accent. I don't have one. I have a Jamaican accent. Are they going to laugh at me? And so those were my fears. 
And so when you got out there, you found that, and a lot of Jamaicans, your accent is really, really, (laughs) I've heard some really sharp, I've heard some really sharp accents. But once again, that's how we, I think that's with our fears, that's, of course, we know that's the big gun, that's the tool of the the devil keeping us um, from stepping out in faith. Because once again, and I know with me, that was my big thing um, with resigning from my job. That's what I kept saying, because when I got ready to, God had told me that that was an assignment and I would know when it was time for me to leave. Well, in 2012, I was looking for another job. I was ready to leave then. I was thinking that was time to go at that time. I did my resignation letter and everything because I kept saying, Okay, it's time to go. And God said, no, it's not time to go. So I got comfortable and made myself uh, very comfortable. And then when he says in 2016, okay, it's time to go. I was like, but God, I don't have another job. No, I don't have another job. Thinking about that money factor. But what I learned, too, was that when God says and there's something bigger than me, because I knew it was so much, I was looking at all of these things that was bigger than me. And even um, with from victim to victory, that came a lot was going on in 2017. From victim to victory was birthed in 2017. I was back and forth home traveling with my mom. And I, I, I had to surrender. And once I got through that and just trusted God, he just started opening doors, things just started to flow. So um, in growing and spending that time with him, because that's what I learned, those things that helped me uh, to overcome the fears, just spending that time praying and just giving him control completely just resting I started to learn how to rest and what it meant to rest in God because once again it is an assignment that he gives and when it's a God-given assignment once again I love the way you always say it Jennifer um Jennifer always says God doesn't order anything that he doesn't pay for as a matter of fact it's already paid for so I remember that so what helped you, um, what are the other factors that, that you can, you are points, I know, pointers, I should say, to tips and nuggets that you can throw out there to the listeners and to encourage them to step out in faith and um, just go, you know, hear God and, and be obedient. Well, you know what? You got to do it afraid. <laughs> do it afraid. <laughs> Just do it afraid. Just do it. I love that. It's afraid. And sometimes you just got to do it afraid. And I had to do it afraid. You know, mm-hmm. Nelson Mandela says, he said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man, the brave woman is not he or she who does not feel afraid, but he or she who conquers that fear. So you got you gotta do it afraid and then you gotta face the fear. Face it. Whatever it is you're fearing, face it. Yeah, Head on. Much. See, it's not about many times we focus, I'm not gonna be afraid. Fear gonna come on different different levels while you are moving, while you're taking actions, different things, because Satan come to steal, kill, and destroy, and Satan will come bring things to you that 
Are you sure you're going to make it? Um, um, maybe you need to close down this, close it down, especially we're not getting clients. Like for me, when I just started, well, first, before I started, before I started, before I started that, I had to prepare. Uh, many times, God gave me the vision that I was going to open up a practice. He gave me that vision years ago. But then, if I just jumped out with no preparation, I would have failed. And so, I had to prepare myself. How did I do that? I went back to school. I went back to I went back and finished what I started. I went back to, I went to grad school and I prepared myself by studying, getting educated, getting the knowledge. So I did that. I was already a Christian when already went to theological school, but now I needed the psychology part. And God already had confirmed to me that I was to open a practice, a Christian, um, a, a Christian private practice, counseling private practice but i need a training so i went and got the training that's that's the second step first i yielded to it i said yes to it said yes trade. <laughs> not knowing because god did not show me all of it but i did it afraid but i said yes and then i went and i found okay the college university so i see got my degree my master's degree sit my license Right. But in the meantime, while I got a job, what I did was I started saving. I started saving because I had a goal. So you have to set a goal. You see, if mm -hmm. we um, we want many of us want something. But no preparation it's just a wish. I want to be a counselor, but there's no preparation. It's just a wish. So you have to. So I had to prepare myself after saying yes prepare set goals i had to set a goal what is it what type of practice how many clients am i to have how much do i want to make so i had to put that in place and then after you know while praying i prayed and asked god all through the way i was praying and asking god to direct my steps order my steps lead me lord show me what direction where should i go and then I yoked myself, I sat under the teaching and the mentoring of those who are ready where I want to be. So we got to find, you got to hook yourself up, hook up. You got to hook yourself up, yoke yourself up, align yourself up, sit at someone's feet that is already mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be a, a professional, a Christian professional counselor. So I found, I had mentors who are already making, and I wanted to be a six figure, not there yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I want to be a six figure in practice. So I, I yoked myself up with practitioners who were very successful in their practice. Mm. And I got mentored by them. One, Jim Morton, another Dr. Freeman. I, I sat I sat with them. I worked with them. I asked them questions. I got mentored by them. They showed me how to start my practice and how um, I could, my practice could be successful. So that was another thing. So I would say the first thing is to say yes, even when you're afraid. Mm -hmm. Say yes to the, the assignment. Say yes to the vision that God has given you. And then 
The second one is prepare yourself. Prepare. Prepare yourself. Sometimes we jump out um, and start something and we're not prepared. And then we abort it early, you know, because we're not prepared. So prepare yourself and then find someone. Yoke yourself up. Align yourself up. Sit at someone's feet that's going, that's already there where you want to go. Um, those are some pointers that I would give um, so far that I would give to make your vision a reality. Mm, that's good. That is good. And so true, right on point with do it afraid, Jennifer. <laughs> I love that because I know with from victim to victory, um, it was not, and I tell people that it was not, I had no, from victim to victory just came out of nowhere. It was all God. And so truly I had to step out in faith and just do, still do, don't know the details and don't know where God's going with it. I still don't, but that, but that's faith. Once again, that's faith when you don't know you trust in God. So once again, that is so I know that I know that to be <laughs> to be true, because that's what I have to do even each week um, is just continue to to do it afraid. Trust him and step out in faith. And the second one, of course, is very um, key. What you said about making sure that you are aligning yourself and, um, you know, connecting with someone who um is where you want to, that knows that feel, that area of where you want to go. And I know that comes to, for me, um, I pray about everything, spending the time, because it's God's vision. And so I am very humbled that he chose me. So I am constantly praying, ask God, okay, what are we going to do now? Holy Spirit, what, <laughs> what are we going to do next? Who's going to be there? And what are we doing? So all of that um, comes truly from, you know, just trusting God and following his lead and being obedient to what he is uh, leading and teaching you to to do. And the preparation part of um, what you're wanting to do uh, is truly because we have to prepare. And with me, I don't know from week to week. I don't know. And even expanding as we've expanded into other um areas businesses because of we're educated in five different areas so um with trying to expand to um making sure we have the sources the resources i should say because god is the source of every resource um so i have to really pray and ask god to connect me to the people that he want me to be connected to. I want divine connections because once again, uh, knowing that, that God is, is in control of all of it. So, but, um, so Jennifer, what other, uh, tips or that you can give us as, um, once the, once the vision, once you've, you've moved into, um, the vision, what God has given you as far as um, I know sometimes we get scared. We have our times um, that um, our down times, our changing um, when God is moving us to another level. Sometimes we may not see that in the beginning. But um, 
he's he's moving us to another level because we once again we become complacent and we become comfortable where we are and yes. uh, but he wants to expand our territories yes yes you're so right um mary um god gives the vision and he said write the vision make, make it plain write it down um every year you know when you start your business and you're you activate the vision and you're walking in it every year you need to do some evaluation mm -hmm. and asking god where where what's the next level lord just as you said asking god what should i do what steps should i take what move should i make lord um lord send me divine connections you know asking god um i love the jabez prayer bless me a lot you're asking god to bless you a lot. God wants, he said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. He wants everything, mm -hmm. everything that God is in prosper. Everything that God is in and that we are, that we invite the Lord, that we're not doing it without God because yeah. we cannot be, our business will never be successful. The vision that God has given him, God has mm -hmm. given it to us. Yes. will never come to fruition if we don't continuously ask God for guidance and direction. So he says, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. So when he tells you move, move. When he tells you move left, move left. And God is a God. That is not, it's not familiar. It's not comfortable, but if you're comfortable in what you're doing, that means you're not growing. Whenever we become very comfortable in in the vision, the ministry, the with your job, going to school, whatever it is that God in, in your business, whatever it is that God has given you, you're comfortable, you're not growing. So true. God want God is always stretching us. And so even while you're, while you're running with the vision, whatever it is, God is going to stretch you. Mm. He's going to open new doors that's not comfortable. But that's, that's the growth because it's all about growth. Yeah. It's all about us being successful. God is in the business of, of making us successful. God wants us to be successful. God wants us to, be, um, to live the abundant life. God, he says, he says, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. So God is not into the mediocre little things. God does everything big. So therefore he's going to stretch. So be mm -hmm. willing to be stretched, be willing to be like a puppet for the Lord. Move when he says, move. If he said, yes. move, left, move left. If he said, move, right, move, right, move. If he says, stop, stop. If he said, go over there, go over there. Whatever God is telling you to do that is not familiar or comfortable, do it. Because that's where the growth comes. Absolutely. So we have to be willing to come out of our comfort zone. We have to be willing to be like a puppet for the Lord and move when he says move. After, uh, what I tell people, Jesus is my boss. Yes. He pays me. He gives me raise. He opens the doors. 
he gives me divine connection god is my he is the owner of this business mm-hmm. the ministry he's he's the one who pays me and i'm telling you and and this is so real for me because when i started my business and i'm not going to i'm not even going to fluff, make it fluff and 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 talk as if everything is peaches and cream when you start a business that's not even that's not true i'm not going to even fake the funk right here now when you start a business, it's not going to get off the ground whoop, unless you have a lot of money and you have a lot of influence, <laughs> but, but, or you, or you go right into a business that's already growing. But if you're starting a business from scratch, a ministry from scratch, a nonprofit from scratch, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. So what am I saying? Be patient, be patient with the process. Don't jump ship like I wanted to jump ship many times. But thank God for my my God-fearing husband. <laughs> my husband that would always catch me every time Every time he sees that I'm looking for a job because no one is calling me. My phone isn't ringing. The first, <laughs> first two years, my phone wasn't ringing. And I'm like, my book is empty. Only have one, two clients for the week. I'm ready to jump ship. I'm looking for a job. And when he sees me going through looking for a job, he said, woman of a board, she's ready to jump ship. (laughs) (laughs) And he would catch me. He said, don't jump ship, baby girl. Don't jump (laughs) ship, baby. Hold on. (laughs) I thank God for my husband. You know what? (laughs) The purpose and plan that God has for you, he has everyone strategically set up for you already. For you to accomplish the purpose and plan that he has for you. God already had the right husband, the right man to put in my life. Because he know the purpose and plan he has for me. That he would keep me grounded. That he would catch me by the collar and say, don't jump baby girl. Don't jump sweetie. (laughs) Hold on, hold on and pray with me and anoint me and cover me. So you do need to a good support. You might not have a husband, but find someone, a sister, a brother, a cousin, a friend that will, that will keep you, that will hold you, that will pray with you, uplift you when you feel like jumping ship, because you're going to feel like jumping ship sometimes, but thank God I didn't jump ship. Um, while I anchored myself in the word anchored myself with prayer Anchored my my husband helped to hold me and support me. And I must confess, support me financially too. Thank God for that. (laughs) Help me through those rough times. God will have someone there that will help you to accomplish the purpose and plan he has for you. So I had to learn to pray even more on my knees like crazy. I stayed long hours filling out insurance application so you've got to put the time in that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you got to put the time in you got to sacrifice i had to turn the tv off Mm -hmm. i had to i had to sometime turn down some occasions functions because i had to stay up late at night when everyone else was sleeping i'm up late at night filling out applications one two o'clock in the morning you got to put in you got to put something in to get something back. You got to sacrifice. And so I had to do that, Mary, 
I had to put the work in. I had to spend quality time with my business, marketing it. I had to market because I'm not a secret um, businesswoman. <laughs> so no one knew know about Jennifer Key. I had to put myself <laughs> out there, <laughs> market myself, tell people, open your mouth. Uh, and also, you got to open your mouth. You got to tell people what you're doing. You got to tell people your goals. You got to you gotta let people in to help you achieve. Mm -hmm. because you know what? People are out there that really want you to be successful. And they will help you to be successful. And I thank God for the friends and family that God put in my life. That helped me to become successful and still helping me. But I had to open my mouth. I had to tell them what I'm doing. I had to tell them my goals. And so that's what they did. So I had to do that, um, Mary. I had to open my mouth and tell people what I'm about, what my business is about, what I'm doing. And they help and still helping, refer me clients. But it's because I opened my mouth. That is so good, Jennifer. Um, and so key, because once again, if you don't open your mouth, and I know you tell us that all the time, if you don't open a, our mouths, then people don't know. They don't know. Um, once again, so it is so um, everything that you said, <laughs> everything that you said. Thank you so much. Um, God will supply. He will supply. If he gives you a vision, um, trust him and step out wow. just step out on faith and move I have learned and I'm learning to move quickly because yeah. we will allow uh mm -hmm. and it's Satan we will allow Satan to get in our ear is Jennifer as you were saying earlier you know um we've talking about your especially when we get to the money factor you know, because mm. that's the big. So once again, Satan will talk us out of we come up with all these excuses. So it is so important. I've learned to move quickly. Don't even yeah. give yourself time to think about it because God yeah. has if he's given it to you, then once again, he already knows. He knows the whole, you know, it just makes so I'm learning that it just makes so much sense. Why wouldn't we go to the one who already knows the whole your whole story? He knows the plan yeah. and the purpose he has for your life. So once again, that's so key is to move quickly. I yes. learned that. And then to open, open your mouth and always, yes. always consulting God. He's the, he is the first consultant and then he will connect you with others and they would help you, um, to, to carry out, you know, your vision and what you need. He's faithful. He's faithful yes. to do what he says he's going to do. And it's, it's his vision. We have to remember that it's his, we are just the instruments and having that yes spirit saying okay I will I'm a willing vessel Lord I, I tell my listeners all the time Jennifer that I am the willing vessel I'm just a facilitator the holistic wellness coordinator and God just handles the rest and just uh -huh. be listening and in, in, in tune to uh, what he's saying and what he's telling me to do but Jennifer I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. And tell the listeners, did you have anything else you wanted to add that you wanted to share with the listeners or something else to encourage them? Because we really, we really do. I mean, time is short. We, you know, life is short. And yeah. once again, 
uh, our goal and Jennifer Love, you, you repeated our foundational scripture. You know, God, once again, the devil come to kill, steal and destroy. Mm-hmm. And Jesus gave he died for us so that we might have this abundant life. And he's talking yeah. about now right here on this earth. So we don't have time. We don't have time to to play around and put things off. When God is speaking, we need to move uh, and be obedient to what he's the assignment uh, that he has given us, that our visions, our dreams, whatever it is he's given us and telling us to do, be obedient. And also, Mary, we got to, if if God entrusts you with a vision, that means he already equipped you. Yes. He already equipped you. And God gave you the vision. Don't let other people give you a vision, another vision when God mm-hmm. already gives you a vision. Oh, that's so key. That's so true. And and when God gives you a vision, he doesn't only give it to you alone. He gave it to many others. But guess what? Only few will step out in faith and accomplish it. So my mm-hmm. question to to those who are listeners is are you are you gonna allow others to do it or you because if you don't do it somebody else will mm, that's good yeah so <laughs> you you have a choice today to either step out embrace the vision that God has given you doesn't matter how big it is because God always gives big vision because if it's not big, it's not from him. Because if you can do it alone, you don't need God. Absolutely. That's so true. So he's going to always give you a vision that's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. So if you don't step out, embrace the vision and step out and run with it, somebody else will run with it. Mm-hmm. So make a decision today. Are you going to allow someone else to run with the vision? Or are you going to run with it? And then there are many people who who die with the vision mm. have so much gifts and they died with the book in them. They died with it. I, I pray that someone on, on today listening will make a decision not to die with their gift, not to die with the vision, but make a decision that they're gonna, they want everything that God has for them. They want everything they're going to walk out that purpose and plan that god has for them and how do you do that too you gotta have a, you gotta make a decision to make a mindset shift you gotta have a mindset shift you gotta shift the way you think the negative the negative thinking not good enough i can't do it god already know you can't that's why that's why he gave it to you he will he said he said you can do all things through him who will strengthen you? I don't have the finances. He already know you don't got the finances. But he owns a cattle and a thousand hill. He got the he got the resource. See, so you gotta make a mindset change. You gotta shift the way you think because the way you think will drive your decision. My decision, your decision will determine your results. Let me say that to you again. Listeners, the way I think, the way you think will drive your decision, the decision you make. And your decision will determine your results. So if you believe in you can't, you can't. If you believe you can, you can. 
What are you going to believe? If you believe you're going to be successful in what God has given you, you will. With God's help. But if you believe you're going to fail, you're going to fail. That's the truth. That's the truth. Because life and death is in the power of our tongue. Change the way you're thinking. Stop speaking death over your business, mm. over your ministry, over your marriage, over whatever God has placed in your hands. Stop speaking death. Start speaking life. That is good. That Start is so speaking true. life over it. Yes. Yes. That is so good. There is power in your words. I learned that. I wish I'd learned it much sooner in life. That is so true. Thank you, Jennifer. Jennifer, I know you got to go. I thank you so much for dropping in. But before you go, this is your commercial time. Um, tell the people, tell our listeners how they can contact you for your services as a counselor. And I know you're going to tell us about that uh, great church, how they can get to um, the, the, what is it, Community Baptist, well, my goodness, Riverside Community <laughs> That's my second church family. I can't even. I got so excited. Couldn't remember the name. And plus, uh, Pastor Lloyd has been. Pastor Lloyd was actually. I think he was like the second or third guest on this podcast. I just thought about that. <laughs> he has been on here. And Jennifer hasn't. But she'll be back. But anyway, Jennifer, go ahead and tell the listeners how they can contact you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Um. First, how you can um, get fed by the word um, if you don't have a Bible-believing church. And if you do and just want to visit us, um, Riverside Community Baptist Church, 4289 Flat Shoals Parkway, Decatur, Georgia, 30034, where Sunday service begins at 1045 and worship in the sanctuary. We're open, um, social distance, and also you can worship in the parking lot or Facebook Live. And also, we do have our Wednesday um, night Bible study um, every um, on our teleconference Bible study and Sunday school that we have. Um, and so you can also, on our, our Facebook page, Riverside Community Baptist Church, you'll see all that information, um, how you can be fed. Amen. Um, many people are not going into a church, so um, you're always invited to join us as a family. How can you get in touch with me and uh, my services, um, my practices in Conyers, Georgia? Um, but my website is www.jkeylife.com. Um, www.jkeylife.com. And if you put my name in the Google search, Jennifer Key, I'll pop right up with Keys to a Healthy Relationship, LLC. And you'll have all my information there. My phone number is my business phone number is 404-736-7067. Again, my phone number is 404-736-7067. You can contact me and, and I will direct whether I can serve you or not. And if I can't serve you with a service that you need, I, I can always refer you to someone who will best suit what you need. Again, Mary, thank you for this great opportunity to just have a conversation about taking actions and making your vision a reality. And I pray that everyone will walk out their vision and will do it afraid. Just do it.
Thank you. Thank you so much, Jennifer, and I love you. Thank you. All righty, listeners, so you heard from the, what a great conversation. I always enjoy um, Jennifer when she, whatever she joins me in, she's such an awesome, um, phenomenal woman. And um, so you have her information, listeners, if you need her services to contact her, um, you have all her information. And of course, if you didn't get it, you always can get it, (laughs) get it through me. So, all righty, that was great. So we once again, step out in faith. Uh, trust God if he has given you a vision, your dreams, whatever it is, any assignment, because we know, uh, once again, fear is a big factor, and but it's so important. Uh, trust God, have faith, because God is faithful. And he will do what he says he will do. And if he's given you a vision, uh, once again, he has everything that you need. Uh, so just stay connected to him and move, move, take that, that step. So um, we appreciate, uh, once again, you listeners uh, listening. And, you know, before we go, uh, you know, Miss Mary always has an encouraging word. Of course, Jennifer, um, with this conversation, so encouraging. She always is to me. And I appreciate her so much. Um, dropping by because she's a busy lady. She didn't have to, but she did. But that was once again, uh, God is strategic, as she said. And I always say that, you know, he orchestrates everything. He <laughs> So if you allow him to and we just try to, uh, you know, if we just move ourselves out the way and try not to take control, uh, he will, um, you know, just, just the Holy Spirit, just he's a gentleman. But if you want to work and uh, he I always say God just standing there with his hands, his arms folded, just waiting for us to sit down and move out the ways. <laughs> but do um, don't be afraid. And as Jennifer said, do it afraid. I love that because you do. You really do. And that's what I do. Um, because he tells us once again that you were not alone. Uh, don't be dismay. Uh, be courageous. And because he's with you, he is with you. So remember that. Um, step out, step out, go for it. Take action, take action and move and do what God is telling you to do. And just remember, always pray and ask him for his guidance and his leading. And as I said, I pray about everything because I know that um, God is in control. And his plan for all of us is to live this abundant life, be successful, and he will um, supply everything. Remember, if he's given it to you, then he has all everything you need for you to uh, fulfill your destiny. Okay, so I wanted to share this um, with you. It's called Insider. And the scripture I'm going to give you that comes with this is the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him 
and he will show them his covenant. And that's Psalms 25, 14. And I read that's the New King James Version. And once again, it's Psalms 25, 14. And so um, insider trading is the the um, title of this. It says, when you honor God, he will tell you secrets. He will whisper things in you, in your inner ear, give insight into what you couldn't have known otherwise. You can't explain it. You don't know how you know it, but you just know it. We hear of people getting in trouble for insider trading. That means somebody inside the company who has knowledge of what what's going on is giving another person on the outer side information about their stock that's going to cause it to go up or down before the public knows. That way, they can sell off or buy off. They have an advantage because they have an inside information. That's what God does for us. He knows where the good breaks are. He knows how to cap your you year ahead. If you'll be sensitive to his still small voice. Remember, I talked about that whispering voice earlier for myself. If you obey his inner prompting, God will give you inside information. You'll know things that you couldn't have known on your own that will thrust you into your destiny. So how about that, listeners? That's what we were just talking about. God gives you a vision. He gave it to you. He chose you to carry it out. And so he will lead and guide you with everything you need to know if you just trust him and step out in faith. So that's an awesome word for for, um, someone. Once again, um, We've had great conversation on taking actions and making our vision and our dreams a reality and move past that fear factor and anything else that the devil is whispering in your ear. Any reasons why you can't do what you know God has given you to do. And how do you know? Because if it's bigger, it's bigger than you. It's bigger (laughs) than you. So, um. Once again, move, move. All righty, guys. Now, I want to say to anyone, you know, um, from victim to victory, our goal, of course, is to help you navigate from from victim from um, victim to moving to victory, moving, living this victorious life. And the first thing, if you haven't, the first step, that you need and you have to do in order to be successful in doing that is knowing the one who we've been talking about, your vision comes from and everything is having that personal relationship and knowing him. If you have not accepted him as your Lord, your savior, then do that. That's the first step. Because without him and without that connection to him, can't do nothing he is the one who is has all the power and created everything so you have to go to him it's a simple step confess your sins and 
Ask him to come into your heart. Tell him that you want him to be your Lord, your Savior, and you want to give him control. And it starts with that. And just continue to connect and talk to him as we talk about all the time. It's just having a conversation. It's not hard. It's not complicated. And it's not something that that you can't do or did you have to have all this money or whatever I don't know but do it do it today because life is short it's it's short and so you don't want to spend your life and have gone through life not knowing and not living what you were create not living and being who God created you to be and so you get that through him the one who created you So go to him and make that decision and that step today. Once again, it's a step of faith. Uh, As we talk about our visions and our dreams, stepping out in faith, trusting God. And the process is a process to everything. And trust God in that process as well. Listeners, I want to thank you so much. I love you guys and thank you always for all your supporting and everything um, from Victim to Victory. Uh, It's done these past four years. Um, It's because of you. Um, Each week we love. um, I I mean, it's because of you that our success is is because of you you know God once again is the source of everything but every resource and uh, continue to um, you know we just thank you so much for your support I love you and uh, continue to share the podcast with others and uh, family and friends everyone uh, as Jennifer said we uh, open your mouth so open your mouth um, and and share and tell You know, because we want to be a blessing to everyone and we want to help people. That's what we do. Uh, Once again, live this abundant life. And it's now. So I need you to open your mouth. I need you to share. I need you. People need God's word, the devotional. Um, So we really need to open our mouths and remember to speak life and not death because it is power in your words. Always speak life and and over other people as well. Your family and your friends don't if you don't have anyone pouring into you and speaking life over you, then you need to change your circle because you definitely need to make sure you have someone in your circle of people. And that's all I want to be around is people, positive speaking people that's going to speak into my life uh, once again. So make sure that you have positive speaking people. That is so important. All righty, guys. Um, That's enough said about that. So (laughs) once again, I just want to thank you guys. I love you all. Um, Remember to uh, check out our website and of course that's the easiest way as I say every week to get to the podcast is to go through the website um, from victim to victory llc.com once again that's from victim the number two victory llc.com and um, the website and that will 
um, at the top of the menu, you will see click on podcast and you do that and it will take you to our platform that have all of the uh, platforms that we are. It takes you to platform page that have all the pot, the platforms that you can um, hear the podcast on. So if you take your pick and also please check out our resource center and um, so you can um, know what's there as well and uh, refer other people. Alrighty. And Miss Mary's phone number is 678-910-4856 for if you have any concerns. And also, if you would like to become a recipient of our devotional book, make sure you get your name on our mailing list. Um, we have one more month left. And then in September starts our new quarter because it's a quarterly devotional. So you will go to that and um, we'll be starting in that, our new devotional book. So it's a good time to let me know. And I want to also say to um, my listeners and recipients of the uh, inspirational text message that we are going to a new system. I've been texting that out and sending it out. So if you have not. Uh, notified me and you would still like to continue to be um, receiving that be a recipient of that we're going to a new system and um, it's a subscriber system and so if you have not uh, responded to the text regarding that uh, you have until the 31st that's the last day the deadline I need to hear from you okay so make sure you have responded. If uh, if you have not, please do so before that deadline. If not, you won't re- be receiving that text uh, message uh, once we go to the new system in August. Alrighty. Well, listeners, as always, I um, have enjoyed my time. It's always my pleasure to be your host of this podcast and um, I uh, certainly appreciate you guys I love you and you all be safe take care of yourselves and um, I am sounding off now until next time this is Miss Mary I am your host your facilitator and holistic wellness coordinator. You be safe and remember to share uh, this good word that you heard today. And remember, don't let nothing hold you back. Do it afraid. Do it afraid. God bless you all. I love you all. Peace and blessings galore. Thank you once again and goodbye and be safe. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Alrighty. Alrighty. So I'm going to say bye-bye now because I'll keep talking. Y'all know I'll keep talking because I'll think of something else I need to say or think I need to say anyway. (laughs) But the last thing I'm going to say is I love you. 
Oops, listeners, I lied. I am sorry. That isn't the last thing I'm going to say to you. I remembered, you know, I talked about the Caregiver Appreciation Club, but I forgot to tell you what the Caregiver Appreciation Club does. We, um, each month, and you've, if you're my regular listeners, you've heard me um, talk about it before. Um, you've heard me say um, each month that um, we select one of our caregivers um, and we give them um, special a gift. It's a beautiful basket. Um, before COVID, of course, we were doing other things. Um, we would take our caregivers out to um what whatever they wanted to do, something relaxing for them, uh, go to a movie, um, maybe get the nails done. But we were going out, and then we would complete it with um, taking them for a, a meal. So um, when COVID came along, of course that ceased. So we start um, presenting them with a basket, a gift basket. Um, so we give these beautiful gift baskets. Um, my um, dear friend Cora Blue, who's so gifted and talented in so many areas. But one of the things she does is beautiful gift baskets. So she partners with me. She does the baskets. And I get the opportunity to deliver them. We started off with COVID. We were doing um, uh, edible arrangements. Um, but now we switched over to um, the beautiful baskets. God connected me with Cora. And so... Um, you know, that's what we're doing now. So each month, uh, like I said, we select one of our dear um, caregivers and just want to love on them and let them know that we are praying for them and thinking of them and appreciate them. And um, it's, you know, the basket is all about them and for them because they're custom designed um, for them. So I wanted to share that with you. So remember, once again, if you uh, know someone that is a caregiver um, 24-7, that's what they do is take care of uh, their loved one, their patient, and they are not getting paid, you know, have no other job. That's a full, because that's a full-time job. Then they are eligible for our caregiver um appreciation club because as i said at the beginning we know a lot of caregivers all over the place um, but those who have that assignment um 24 7 it is uh very challenging and we have to um like it's the caregivers the great challenge for them is t- not only taking care of their patients but you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of someone else. And so that's another whole challenge. So um, we we just want them to know that we are thinking about them and just want to love on them and let them know that they are appreciated. Okay, so I just wanted to share that because I just remembered that we talked about the Caregivers Club, but I did not finish. I did not tell you um, that what we do. I told you about it and um, how we started it, um, the origination of it, how it came about. So now that is the last thing I'm going to say and I am going to let you guys go for real this time. Alrighty, thank you so much for tuning in once again. I love you guys and that is the last thing. I'm ending on that. I love you this time. 
，嗯，拜拜。